Welcome to Launch It Girl, where business coach, marketing strategist, and ex-corporate leader, Kenzie Mackis, will show you how to launch, market, and scale a business and brand that feels authentically you, leveraging her proven framework for getting known, seen, and heard online so that you can overcome perfectionism, feelings of imposter syndrome and confusion, and finally launch yourself into a life full of abundance and freedom. OMG, you guys, this is my 100th episode. Can you believe it? I honestly had to scramble a little bit because I'm just so used to, you know, recording, producing, and putting content out there. I wasn't even paying attention to the fact that we had reached 100 episodes. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I was talking to my team, we got to do something fun. And of course, because my team's awesome, we were able to pull together a remix of our top 10 episodes. And in this episode, I'm going to pull out the nuggets that I feel like you can literally walk away from. Look at it as like your toolkit for scaling your business in the most fun way because these nuggets are really, really good. Some of them are interviews. Some of them are just me giving you value. And they're, again, the top downloaded podcast episodes of launch it girl and so you're going to get so much gold here but I want to first acknowledge you and just thank you for hanging with me on this journey whether you're new to the podcast or you've been with me since launch which is almost a year ago I am just so thankful for you you know when I first started podcasting it's funny because it was just sort of this thing that I had on my bucket list I didn't really know why I wanted to do it so bad I think I was drawn to this idea of a different vehicle for sharing my message, right? I'd been so used to social media that podcasting just sounded fun. And I had it on my bucket list for a while. And when it came time to launch the thing, I had no idea what to expect. I wasn't sure if it was going to just be something that was shiny that I was chasing and maybe had been let down. I can't even tell you enough great things about the experience of podcasting. And ironically, just the fuel of turning on my mic and speaking into it, knowing that it's going to reach hearts and minds of people like you that are in the season of life and business in leveling up, elevating yourself in all ways. And, you know, it's sort of awkward at first when, you know, you turn on your mic and you're like just talking into this thing. It took me a while to get used to. It's like, who's even listening? Like, who's even going to care? Right. But I just showed up consistently. And I think this is something I really want to impart into you as you think about your business things, right? Like what are the things in your business that you're doing or not doing consistently? I've been doing two episodes every single week for the last almost year. And I think it's really cool that it was a commitment I made, although some weeks I like was scrambling, right, to get that second episode, but I didn't stray from that. And I think those are the small things that ultimately lead to quote unquote success when we make commitments to ourselves, to our businesses, to our life and see it through. So this is a celebration of the podcast, of honoring our commitments and celebrating you for being here, for showing up and making a difference, not just in other people's lives, but in your life. 
when we make a decision to step into entrepreneurship, to step into coaching, consulting, you're taking on the responsibility of becoming a change agent. And that is not for the faint of heart. Like I am with you, my friend. This is a journey like no other. And I just want to honor you for that and for being here and making a difference. So without further ado, here are the top 10 downloaded episodes of Launch It Girl over the last year. And it's be so good. So the first one is episode six. This is how to get known as the expert in your niche. This is obviously something I love to jam out on because if we think about building know, like, and trust with our audience, growing our business, getting more clients. We do have to have a level of authority in order for people to ultimately buy from us or hire us. So I give some nuggets here in the most tangible way so you can start stepping into yourself as the expert. The first step in all of this is really having that abundance mindset and knowing there is enough people to serve in your niche, no matter what your niche is. Secondly, this is where people miss the mark. It's really understanding their people and knowing their people like they know their kids' birth dates. I I literally, I mean this with all my heart. You have to really know your person. And when I say your person, this is like your perfect ideal client. This is the person that you get so fired up about serving. And this is, this is who you essentially build your business around, right? Because this is, these are the people you want to serve. This is probably how you got started doing what you're doing because you had this idea of serving the, you know, this type of person and getting them this type of result. But we have to really study them because we don't know what we don't know. And so that means that you ask questions. You get on the phone with people. You start to study. You start to do deep dive into these people and you really learn them. You know their pain points. You know their desires. You know everything about him or her. And this is to the details. We're getting really detailed here. It's like where do they spend the most of their time Do they have families? What is their salary income? Do they like to travel? What kind of books do they read? But truly, what are their challenges? Do you know that? Or are you making assumptions? And do you know what they desire in their life? Or are you just making assumptions like they want more money or they want to get fit? Is that really what they want? Or do they really want just more time with their family? Do they really just want to feel comfortable wearing jeans that they've always wanted to wear? Like sometimes we overcomplicate the most simple things because when we get into business as overachievers, we overcomplicate. That's just the way we are wired. So You have to know your person really well. And if you don't feel like you do, get on the phone with people, start asking questions, doing ask campaigns on, you know, social media. Hey, you know, if you're this type of person, what's your biggest challenge with this? Being very specific and really taking in those responses, really looking at the language that they use to describe their challenges, to describe their desires. Who are these people? Use that as your data. And we do this in order to get to this third step, which is you speak directly to this person anytime you're creating content, building offers, making a sales page, building a website, launching, whatever it is, you never lose sight of this person. And this is how we start to become known because when we create content for our people and we're speaking directly to them, they're like, oh my gosh, she is like in my mind. Now we have one of our most popular episodes of Launch It Girl, 
monetizing your message and your story with Ayelet Shipley. This is episode 33. This is so good for so many reasons. I freaking love Ayelet. Her and I have become just such great friends, partners, and colleagues. She and I have really grown to know each other over the last year, and she actually serves my client community through success and accountability coaching. This woman is such an incredible mentor to not only the entrepreneur space, but also the younger generation of entrepreneurs because of her story. And in this episode, she talks about how she really took something that was very scary, very sad, very deep in her life and turned it into something so much bigger than herself that now impacts people all over and this is what it looks like to really tap into your unique story and monetize the things that you've experienced the things that you know and make a difference an amazing guest here with you today, Ayla Shipley. And Ayla is a high performance mindset coach. And I've had the honor of really understanding her and getting to know her over the past, I don't know, what has it been, four to six months? Please introduce yourself to my listeners. Hello, everyone. I'm super pumped to be here. I am Ayla Shipley. I'm a high performance mindset and anxiety coach. And I have been in this entrepreneurial space for one year from today's date. So it's been a crazy journey and I'm excited to talk about it. I I love you because A, I feel like in my mind, you're such a baby, right? Like we're what, 10 years apart uh, almost, which is crazy, but you have just this incredible wisdom, this incredible energy about you that literally sets you ahead like years and years. I would love for you to share your journey there and where you are now. Yeah, so I was on the normal traditional education path, like Kinsey said, of wanting to become a therapist. For my entire existence, I mean, since I was 12 years old, I had known that I was going to be a therapist for people struggling with different mental health disparities. My mom is a therapist, my aunt's a therapist, my other aunt's a therapist, you name it, everyone in my family. I worked every summer that I was not in school at therapeutic horseback riding centers for kids with special needs at different mental health clinics. And then, you know, you go to college and you major in psychology and then you go and get your master's degree. And so I'm on this normal path of college and I'm one year into my master's program. So this was one year ago to the date. And my dad had texted me in about July saying, hey, I'm going to Denver to one of my marketing conferences, which I didn't understand at the time. And it was Russell Brunson's Inner Circle which is his highest level of mastermind. So he said, you know, it's geared towards families and they really want families to go. So will you come with me? Because my sister said no. She's 21 and she was busy doing her own thing. And I thought, okay, sure. I mean, I'm not in school right now and it's a free trip to Denver. So sure, I'll go. So I get to Denver. I mean, I have no interest in whatever this this conference is. And I kept meeting people and they would ask me, oh, what business are you in? Which makes sense, you're at a business conference. And I would say every time I'm not in business, I, I'm studying to be a therapist. I'm just here with my dad. And one of the first people I met, he's probably about the third, was a man named Ryan Lee, who runs a business called Cashflow Tactics. And he is awesome. But he was there with his daughter, Kiana. And, you know, he asked me, what do you do? And I gave the same answer, but I asked, what do you do? And he explained what he did, but he said, I'm really here with my daughter and we'd love to do something to help kids with anxiety and depression. Anxiety and depression was something that I had struggled with for my entire life, but it was never 
public. I had only told my close, close friends and family. So maybe a handful of people knew. But somehow in my head at that moment, I came to this realization that, oh, I'm going to say something back. And I said, that's amazing. I've struggled with anxiety and depression for the last 10 years of my life. So that would be amazing to help kids with that. And he looked at his daughter, who's 12 years old, and he said, see, you're not alone. And something like clicked in my head in that moment where I was giving myself permission to be able to speak about what I had gone through. And what's interesting is in school to be a therapist, you're told don't talk about your own stuff. Don't talk about what you've been through. It's really about the other person and you're not supposed to share any of your experiences. Self-disclosure is a very touchy subject in studying to be a therapist. So it was weird. All of a sudden, I've been taught my whole career or studying into be my career, I was one year into my clinical work and they had said like, don't talk about anything you had been through, but I had been through all of this stuff and here I was talking to this little girl who was struggling with sharing with other people and I was given permission to tell my story. And that was just one thing that happened. And then the next thing that happened is I stepped into the conference in which they told the pretty much the entire message that was said the whole weekend was Russell saying that if you have a message that's inside of you, you have something to get out to the world and that's your calling. So why just share your message with someone one-on-one -on -one when it can be one-to-many? And there was that moment where I decided this is my path. I don't need to just serve people one-on-one. -on -one. It can be one-to-many. This next episode is super, super fun because if you've ever looked at other people in the coaching or consulting space, entrepreneurship, and you hear about this phenomenon around five-figure days or six-figure months, and you think like, that could never happen to me or that must be nice. In this next episode, I talk about my first 21K day and what that looked like. And you guys, it's going to blow your mind because what you think is needed to have quote unquote success, whatever that looks like for you, or even wealth in your business, it is not what you think it is. And I'm really just challenging that mindset of working harder or doing more to create bigger results because it actually always comes down to doing less and I'm a true testament to that and I break it down for you in episode 37 behind the scenes of my 21 you to understand what this really looks like from a logistical perspective you guys it was as simple as me you know, putting my intention out there, but also putting myself into action in order to bring this intention to life. And it was so simple. And if you're thinking, oh, well, you probably have better sales skills. Oh, well, you have a bigger audience. You guys, I want you to really manage those thoughts about yourself or about your business right now, because those very thoughts or those limiting beliefs about yourself will keep you there. They're going to keep you there, right? And if you just uh, listen to the episode about playing small, well, those are small thoughts. Those will keep you playing a smaller game. So what do you need to do in order to play a bigger game? It requires bigger action. But like in the way that I just described it to you, yes, they're like big, big financial results, but like really easy, simple action steps. So get yourself into the mode of A, putting the intention out there, but B, having the conversations with people, putting yourself into action, putting the post out there, letting people know that this is an option. You have a menu of services. And these are the very specific people that you're looking for. I don't want you to complicate it anymore. All right, so good. It is so fun to just revisit all these little moments in time that I had the privilege to speak into your heart and mind, but also to interview such incredible women. 
Speaking of, our next most popular episode is episode 35 with Chelsea Byers. And Chelsea is also a a client of mine who talks about this idea of shifting from full-time employee to full-time entrepreneur, but in this very unique space of pelvic health, but also energy medicine. And she has such an incredible gift. There's so many nuggets in here about the transitions and things that she had to go through in order to make that shift into full-time entrepreneurship because she's incredibly successful and there's a lot you can glean from this if you feel like you're either in the middle of that transition or you have eyes on full-time entrepreneurship or even if you're in full-time entrepreneurship and you find that you're struggling to really get a handle on some of these things so tune in as she literally blows your mind I have such a fun guest with me today, this morning, on this beautiful Friday. Welcome, Dr. Chelsea Byers. It's so good to have you. Thanks for inviting me. So good to have you on here. I want, though, my listeners to know a little bit more about what you do, who you are, and really just share your energy with us. I am a pelvic health expert and energy medicine practitioner. So when I say pelvic health, everybody immediately is, well, what is that? So pelvic health, physical therapy. So I've trained as a physical therapist and then went on to specialize in pelvic health, physical therapy, which is in essence addressing the bowel, bladder, digestive, and sexual dysfunctions that anybody may occur for various reasons. And then in that journey, I have found that so many physical symptoms that someone experiences also is really contributed by energetic imbalances. So that's where I got into the energy medicine to help more effectively and more wholly eliminate those physical symptoms. I love what you built. One of the things that I called for was like, I want to hear from women entrepreneurs that have built their business to six figures organically. You have a full-time clinic, right? That you're in the clinic practicing, but you also are building your presence on line, allowing yourself to have a bigger reach, a bigger impact. Share with us your journey. There's a belief out there that this is hard or it requires a lot of either paid advertising or, you know, a lot of money behind the scenes. And so I would really love for you to share, you know, that journey and what that was like, and maybe some of the pitfalls that entrepreneurs could avoid. Yeah. So it's interesting because it was totally the mindset of, I could never do it. I don't have deep enough pockets. I'm so busy with, you know, not only clinical stuff, but also being a mom of two busy kids. So definitely imposter syndrome to the max as far as the business side of it, as well as I feel like at that time when I did transition to being on my own, I was about five years into doing pelvic health therapy, I guess a little bit more, but it was less that imposter syndrome, more so shifting into the being the employer or business owner. And so thinking like the cost of brick and mortar and all of this, the standard physical therapy practice. And one person that I follow online who is a physical therapy coach and somebody mentioned something about a mobile practice. I kind of paused and I was like, oh, well, that'd be cool. That's different. What I do, I do internal work for patients who address their symptoms and everything. So then I had to like really pause and like, how can I hold a professional level of care if I do internal work in somebody's home, which for a lot of people sounds really different, very awkward also. So it's just making sure that I can hold that presence of professionalism. And then I started seeing that there were mobile pelvic health therapists in that little network as well. And so he planted this 
see just by some random social post. And then it got my wheels turning about two and a half years ago now. And I was so burned out because there's so much productivity standards in standard clinical practice. My employer really was trying to push me to see more patients. And then I was the director of that clinic. So there was just management on top of productivity standards and all the things, right? And corporate America, especially corporate physical therapy is notorious for burning therapists out quick. So that is a piece of the puzzle for sure in my decision. And then I started talking to my husband about what if I started mobile? Like, how would you feel if I wanted to have somebody come in and treat me? Do you think you'd be comfortable with that. And at the time in my prior employer and being employed there, I was seeing both men and women. So I kind of set the standard that I was only going to treat women. I wasn't going to treat men in home, but that allowed me to start seeing patients on the side. So it was a total side hustle. So I was treating patients 36 hours in clinic at the prior practice. And then in the afternoons, evenings, weekends, seven days a week, I was seeing patients and I had kind of grown a network of support from local midwives and doulas and OBGYNs and urologists, all the people, all my standard referring providers. I had a pretty good connection and reputation with them. And so I just kind of whispered in their ear that this is going to be happening. And I did let my employer know he did give me the grace to do the side hustle. We had some things that we were really clear about. And with that, my goal of transitioning away from that practice, the being an employee of at being transitioning at a year happened in three months. Now, this next episode is super fun. This is episode 30. Speaking to your ideal client isn't good enough anymore. This is so important because I really believe that our market is shifting because the online space is so noisy, so much more noisier than before with the 2020 pandemic, right? Everybody's running to the online world. And so it creates so much distraction for consumers. And so when you think about reaching your ideal client, we're often taught that we need to speak to them, right? Speak to them. But I uncover the misconception of this strategy and why it's simply just not going to be enough to identify your ideal client and and speak to them. And so I talk about the strategy, what's needed in order to truly stand out online and reach your dream clients and how to create content that's actually going to get noticed. So listen up. So many people assume that the transformation, the promise, you know, the solutions they have, people already know that they need or want them. But truthfully, most people are barely even problem aware. (laughs) They're definitely not solution aware, right? So they have this symptom, but they're not really sure what's causing that symptom. And they definitely don't know what band-aid is going to fix that problem, right? So as an example, it's sort of like a headache. If I were a super unaware person about my problems, right? I have a headache and I immediately go to the ibuprofen. Like this is what I used to do, right? I would go to a pain reliever. I have a symptom and I know the fixer for it. I have the fixer. (laughs) This is, you know where I'm going with this, right? It's like the Band-Aid approach, right? I know that that pain reliever is going to give me some elimination of the pain that I'm experiencing. But 
what happens is I keep getting headaches. But what if someone came up to me and be like, girl, you getting lots of headaches? Did you know that sleep deprivation is directly linked to headaches? And there's a good chance you're not sleeping because you're not eating enough healthy fats. And like, I don't know if this is actually true, but I'm just like, literally somebody could say this to me and I would totally believe them. It could be true, but here, follow me here. I'm symptom aware. And now I'm problem aware because they've just linked this symptom to a specific problem. And so I'm like, oh, well, I need to eat more healthy fats, right? And I need to get more rest. And so now I'm problem aware and they're able to then present a solution to me. So this person could be, you know, hey, like here's my framework for introducing more healthy fats in your diet so that you can sleep better, eliminate your headaches and feel really freaking good. But what if I, you know, came across an ad or a piece of content from the same person just presenting her solution? You need more healthy fats, right? Because you need more sleep. Like, no, that's not going to resonate with me. So we have to be constantly linking our solution to the problem, to the symptoms. What symptoms does your person have and what belief thought patterns, pain points, challenges, like this is where we're really getting to the core of your ideal client. Now, episode 43, one of our most top 10 downloaded episodes of Launch It Girl is also such a special episode for me because this is a conversation with Michelle Dickinson, who is also a client of mine. And the wisdom and the knowledge that she brings to intuition, energy, purpose, passion, like it's going to blow your socks off. Michelle has this really innate ability to tap into her intuition to guide her to next steps. And this is what she teaches her clients to do. And I think this is so important. It's most always overlooked, right? People chase for strategy and like external things, but we should always be going deeper with self and really checking in with self. And this is the gift that she brings. And she goes into what this looks like, how to implement it simply in your life and how you can significantly create a life that you love by simply tapping into your intuition. I have a really special guest with me here today, Michelle Dickinson, and we came across each other on social. I have always been drawn to Michelle, her energy, her wisdom, just her being in her presence virtually is really calming, but I'll let you introduce yourself, Michelle. Hi, everyone. My name is Michelle Dickinson. I am a life coach for working moms who are at a turning point in their life and career, and I really help them through my one-on-one coaching program and my unique pathway to purpose framework to find more fulfillment and balance in their life while also helping them to pursue what it is that they're truly passionate about. So it has been an amazing journey and I am so excited to just share my story and my knowledge and my expertise with you and with your audience. We're shown a pathway to happiness, to feel purposeful. And I come from, you know, a blue collar family. My father worked his butt off and hustled his way to the top of his corporate career. And he was someone who had always kind of instilled that work ethic in me. So that's really all that I ever knew. And, you know, I think about when I was going into college, I really, I didn't know what I wanted from my life. Right. And it was like, nope, you got to go. And 
I went and I was always really good at like math, right? So I was like, I'll focus in accounting. And I graduated with my degree in business administration with a focus in accounting. And then right out of college, I started my just full-time serious, like grown-up adult corporate career at one of the world's top investment companies. And God, I was a baby, right? So I was like excited and I was like, I'm going to work my way to the top of that corporate ladder. But interestingly enough, like there was always something, it was like that little whisper of a voice inside of me that constantly questioned whether or not I was in the right path. And I always heard this little whisper that was like, Michelle, like, is this really what you're meant to be doing with your life? Is this really your life's purpose? So there was this feeling of unhappiness and like incompleteness, but I, I misinterpreted that calling in that nudge to do something outside of the ordinary path as kind of like a call to just continue following different roles, careers, pathways within corporate America. And I thought that climbing to the top was what was going to make me happy. So really, you know, the older I got, the louder that voice became and that nudge became got louder with each child that I had. And then finally, I had my third baby two years ago. And God, I, at that point, was really into personal development. I had my consistent, like, meditation practice. And I think I had just expanded my awareness so much that when it, you know, I had my third baby, I was home with all of this time on maternity leave to just think about my life. And I was like, oh, my God, it all hit me like a ton of bricks. Like, if not corporate America, then what? It was that moment that really pulled me down the path of self-discovery. All right, next up we have episode 34, which is the key ingredients to building a magnetic brand. If you are anybody that's anybody running a business, like you are most likely online. And when we think about moving our services or growing awareness online so that we can grow our business, it really is an art and a science when it comes to building know, like, and trust with our audience. And most people approach social media, online growth with a very one-dimensional view. And in this episode, I talk about really shifting from building a business to building the brand and how that simple evolution in your marketing, in your messaging, in your selling will significantly impact your results. If you can learn how to really show up for your audience in this magnetic way, everything will change for you. I want to acknowledge that building a magnetic brand means being self-aware and really staying in alignment with that. What else does magnetic brand mean? It means that you don't have to try so freaking hard. Yes, entrepreneurship is hard. I'm just going to go out and say that, right? Like we know that it's a roller coaster. Being in business for yourself, it's a challenge. But besides that piece, like if we're in alignment and everything is coming to us, right? We're open to receiving, we're in alignment and we're building something that is truly our mission, our purpose, it's not going to feel that hard at the highest level. And what happens is things feel easy. Things feel fun. It brings you joy. All right. Next most popular episode of Launch It Girl is episode 20, The Strength of a Woman Running a Half Marathon and Tapping into Your Gifts with Marissa Staley. And this one was so special to me because Marissa is a client of mine as well as a friend and my running coach. And in the year of 2020, I realized I needed something new to really just 
dive into from an exercise perspective, especially since gyms were closed and I work in the home. So working out in the home as well really just sucks. (laughs) And Marissa has this really unique gift in not just showing you the way to the strength of your body, but allowing you to shift the way that you think about exercise, running, and eating really it's like this holistic view of how you take care of your body and the strength that you need to not only tap into but to protect and marissa literally turned me into somebody that would get winded after walking a mile to a half marathon runner in 13 weeks like no i'm like no joke you guys this is such a incredible incredible episode about her journey of entrepreneurship, her journey of becoming a runner and what that's looked like and how she serves women and how we need to tap into our inner strength to really allow ourselves to go further. It's so good to have you here. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. I want you to tell my listeners who you are, what you do, and really just give us your spiel. Hi guys. My name is Marissa Staley. I am the mom to two little busy boys. I'm a wife. I am a running enthusiast. I'm also a running and fitness coach and a certified personal trainer. It's been a lifesaver for me, this program that Kinsey mentioned. It's called the Busy Moms Virtual Training Circle. And it just came to fruition right when everything was coming ahead in in the pandemic world of COVID. And I was getting ready to launch a new training program. And then we went into shelter in place mode. And I came up with this, this idea to incorporate more than just running, but also adding a strength training piece into it with Zoom classes. And my thinking was that people are going to be home going crazy, <laughs> dealing with all the emotions, anxiety, depression, and having been in those places myself, Running and working out has always been something that brings me back to level ground, clears my head, gets those endorphins going. And I just wanted to share my passion with other moms who were going to be facing this crisis at home and needed an outlet and needed a community and something to tap into. And being a seasoned runner, I've always, and now a mom, it's sometimes really hard to not only carve out the time to do something for yourself fitness-wise, but to figure out what to do in terms of fitness is like an added stress. And so I wanted to be able to say to moms, like, here's the plan. Here's what you need to do. Just show up and I'll tell you what to do. And you just show up for you. Find that time. And it really has been a lifesaver for me being able to connect with other women in the area across the United States during this time and see their faces on Zoom for half hour, 45 minutes, twice a week, and just hear from them throughout the week filled up my cup. of Launch It Girl is episode 41. And this episode is really near and dear to my heart because my guest interviewee in this episode is Heather Quizzle Brown, who is not only a dear friend of mine, but also a mentor and coach who actually was a big part of my journey in transitioning from corporate to entrepreneurship. 
and we have such an incredible history, our families do. And of course, it's so fun to bring them onto your podcast, right? And just having this conversation together and sharing in each other's knowledge and wisdom and allowing her to pour into you guys because Heather, if you don't already know her, like you've probably been living under a rock, but is such a gift to this world. And she has built incredible businesses and has this really honed skill of mindset and what it actually requires to build a million dollar business. And so we talk about the millionaire mindset and really investing in yourself in order to get to where you want to go. And the nuggets that are dropped here are so freaking good. I am so excited to introduce my guest today, my dear friend and mentor, Heather Quizzle. Hey girl, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks so much for having me. Oh my gosh. I, I am just so honored to have you here. Heather and I go a ways back and there is so much knowledge and wisdom that Heather has to offer us, but I'm going to try to keep us a little bit focused so you guys can walk away with some really key tactical, tangible next steps. Share with my listeners your wisdom and your energy and tell us what you do. I am a business coach for leaders, coaches, business owners, who are looking to maximize their reach using social media. When I started business, I started in network marketing and I found very quickly that reaching out to people and trying to provide a sales pitch, like doing all, you know, the network marketing things was so against the grain of who I am. And, and what I, what I discovered along the way is I knew there had to be a way to get people coming to me. I knew there was a way that I could use social media that just made me real and approachable to my network, to followers, to people bruising by my profile. And I knew there was a way to do that. And once I cracked that code, everything changed for me. So I teach people how to create a magnet of a social media profile so that whether you're sleeping or not, people who, as I call them, drive by, check you out on social media like we all do, know instantly if you are a remedy, a fix a solution for what they've been looking for. It's so true. We don't recognize what our own genius is because it's so, it's so average to us, right? It's just, it's part of our fabric that we don't even see it, right? They say, well, like when you're too close to something, you, you can't make out what it is. And I think so often our genius, our giftings, the stuff that we're really good about, we just totally take for granted or we doubt that there's value in the marketplace. You literally, you have to have the cones, you know, you have to have the courage and you have to have the belief that what you do has value and somebody will pay for it. And then you simply just put it out there. You, you offer it and you invite people to be a part of what you do. And when you get results, man, when you get people results, They'll come back and then they'll, they'll start referring people, you know, they bring their friends. All right. And lastly, but not least, another really fun content strategy for you in really thinking about becoming a content ninja without spending hours 
in creation mode. This is episode 17. This is truly my zone of genius. I hear it all the time from my audience and my clients. It's like, I want to be a content ninja just like Kinsey. And I'm telling you, you don't have to spend more time creating content in order to be a really great content creator. And something that I really want to impart into you, and I will continue to say this for my whole entire life, is content creation, becoming a better content writer should be on like your top three list of skills to hone because this is how we reach people. Even if you're speaking, right, doing a live training or training or coaching, being able to say things where people resonate with it, right, and they actually take action. So I want you to really shift from thinking I have to create content to this is something that I get to do and this is a skill I will continue to hone. Because if you miss the mark here, then it's going to be an uphill battle trying to sell anything or trying to grow an audience, right? Or trying to really build no like and trust. So I talk about this strategy and it's so good. And I think because it's obviously one of the top 10 downloaded podcasts of Launch It Girl, I know it's needed. So check it out. Becoming a content ninja means really being able to create content consistently, but with purpose. So it's not just like throwing things at the wall and seeing what sticks, although that is part of the process sometimes. It's not necessarily just on the fly content creation. It's really meaningful content, but here's the myth in this piece is I hear a lot of beginning entrepreneurs say that they're spending a lot of time creating content. And you know, we've talked about this here on the podcast before, like when you're getting started, you really have to find that balance of creating content to build a brand, but spending time connecting with people, right? And so I want you to understand that the fact that you can reach so many people with your message is really incredible. So leverage that gift with meaning and purpose. But I get it. It can be hard to know what to create, how to create it, what is the content that we really want to be creating in order to reach our audience. We're not going to talk much about like what types of content, but I'm going to give you a step-by-step process of what this looks like. So here's where we start. I am not going to be talking about like general brand content. I'm talking about like building content around your expertise, right? Like really thinking about who you are as that authority and creating content to get people to understand you're the expert in your niche. So this is where we start. We think of weekly content. I want you to think in so four weeks a month right so if you were to create a weekly theme or monthly theme in each week you have the job (laughs) to create one piece of core content and for that core content it's going to be generally one longer form if you will piece of content It could be a podcast episode. It could be a blog post. It could be a YouTube video. It could be a Facebook live training. Whatever this is, I want you to think about a general longer form training that you could give that again, we're highlighting you as that expert, but it's kind of a a theme for the week, if you will. 
So let's take this podcast episode as an example, how to become a content ninja. And I'm creating this longer form training for you. It's a step-by-step process. It's a really strategic piece of content that you can implement right away. So what does that look like for you and your audience? And I want you to think about, you can even monthly themes and break that down into week by week. So each week you have one longer form piece of content and I want you to be consistent in what you choose for a while until you start really figuring out what's working well for you. If you have no platforms right now, start with a Facebook live training, like totally legit. This is the only thing I used for a while besides my blog. Just start somewhere. There you have it, you guys, the top 10 episodes most popular episodes of Launch It Girl, all remixed into one incredible episode, 100th episode, you guys. I still cannot believe it. This has been such a fun journey. And again, I just want to thank you for hanging with me, being along on this journey, allowing me to open up, right? Because I've definitely shared even some personal struggles, challenges, and sort of like open up my life to you on this very podcast. And I just am so thankful that we have connected in the audio world in some shape or form. And if we haven't met yet, I would love really to know you as a listener, but put a face to you as a listener. So find me on Instagram. I'm at Kinsey Mackis. Shoot me a DM. And I would love to connect with you. Thanks again for being on this journey with me. And I'm so excited to continue to serve you on the next 100 episodes. If you liked what you heard today and want to continue the conversation, join us in the Facebook community. Just go to launchitgirlpodcast.com. Can't wait to see you in there.